hello there and holy crap this is intuition your first sense that's not the holy crap part the holy crap part is that this is the 200th episode 200 holy macaroni when i think about when i started this podcast and i was so revved about it i love doing research so i was researching everything and learning as much as i could about it taking webinars and even took a class in person to learn how to do everything and then realized sometimes you just have to jump in the pool to learn how to swim and went ahead and did that i haven't had any numbers in mind i mean obviously i want to keep going and I will do that as long as it's being listened to and shared and appreciated. And yet at 200 episodes, two and a half years, 25 episodes a season, this is just blowing my mind when I was looking at the episode numbers about a month ago and realizing that we were going to hit the 200 number. And I felt a sense of satisfaction around it. I still feel as excited when it gets time to record a session. And I thought that what I would do is take you through a little bit of the background of how it came to be and then give you some stats because your gal here does love her feedback loops. I think they're important in business to look at and to not waste your energy if you're doing something that isn't growing or say or creating a an impact or a positive effect i mean why keep doing it that's like pounding your head against the wall and wondering why you have a headache for my perspective recording a podcast came about because i wanted to help share the information i had and was feeling a little overwhelmed with the number of emails and texts and Facebook messaging and all of the ways that you can get a hold of a person and feeling like I just didn't have enough of me to offer people authentically and energetically. And I felt like I had to find a way that allowed me to be on stage whenever someone wanted to listen to it. And I am a huge podcast fan. I watch very little TV. And when I do, it's usually the home remodeling shows and or the zoo shows that are on Discovery. And this format fits very well into my own life because I love the fact that I can go for a walk or I can be doing dishes or I can be needle felting. I can be doing something else and listening. And while I believe in the power of presence, this is part of our existence. And I think the more that we appreciate the fact that you can absorb information while on the go, some of us are very tactile learners, experiential. And I feel like podcasts help us to learn much like audiobooks when you're in movement. And I feel like I get to be part of the podcast host's life. I listen to 10 or 12 of them, about five of them I listen to every week. I don't miss an episode on theirs. 
And I know about their kids. I know about their process to where they've gotten to. I love watching, well, watching because I have such a movie screen that runs through (laughs) my head, but listening and seeing the transformation in their businesses. And as podcast hosts, what happens and the effect that they're having on people. So I like to think I'm having that same effect. Now, I don't think I would get to 200 episodes without all of you here. Because again, I look at the stats and if the downloads weren't there or the feedback wasn't, I would simply think that, okay, I've tried everything. I'm going to go a different medium now. But I have always been someone who had the gift of gab. Yes, if you look at any of my report cards from elementary school, they were kinder than saying Vicky would talk to a fence post, but I really can talk to a fence post. It used to be a tree, right? So it's got some essence there. And therefore, podcasting is much like that. I began this podcast two and a half years ago, recording in a sound studio in West Stockbridge uh, at Allison Larkin Studio. I felt like I had to do it right from the beginning and that I wanted to be supported from the beginning. And from that, I met an amazing engineer, Galen Wade, who is, by the way, check out his music. He's launching all kinds of new stuff these days. Galen Wade, G-A-L-E-N-W-A-D-E. And I met him. I got to meet Allison. And I started this with a buddy of mine, Josh, who actually just helped me last week to move into the new home that we bought. So all of the amazing relationships that have come from this, I cannot even quantify the joy that comes from that and knowing two and a half years later that their energy still runs as a thread through this. And when I began in the studio, I didn't quite know what I was doing, but I had time on radio and I felt like well, this has got to be similar. And it was. And I just love the energy of thinking of all of you listening and appreciating the information that's being brought. And then the emails that you send in and the messaging that comes through via many social channels. There's so many of them, aren't there? I'm so grateful that I hear from you, this was the episode that touched a note in my heart. This made me do this. I'm going to go do this because I heard you suggest being this way. I was nicer to myself today because you told me to be nicer to myself. I listened to this with my kids and we missed the old theme song, which I am going to include a lot of it in this podcast because If you've not been listening from the beginning, perfect. Welcome. I love having you here. But I had a cheeky song in the beginning that still makes me giggle, obviously. And I had a time where kids were singing it and sending me the videos. And that just lit up my heart. And then I decided at some point I needed to shift the music to be something that was a bit more recognizable, but not quite in your face, as is my personality. You can tell I still find great joy from that song. And if you've not heard it, you will understand why when you hear it. 
Hey, I got that off of Fiverr. Someone came up with that using Fiverr programming and it just, it tickles me. And I have come to learn about new equipment. I even now have a a downloadable course that may be live by the time this one goes live. I'm not going to promise that, but will be available afterwards because since I've started this and I can show the stats, which I'll talk about in a moment, people have hired me to help them get ready to do their own podcasts. So the organizational aspect of it, the clarifying of message, the what to do from A to L, and then once that's established, M to Z, and to use what I've learned through this process to help them get rolling so they don't have to learn from the very beginning. And there's so much information out there that it can be mind-boggling to sort out what's the best practices. Like anything else, if you do something and you're doing it well and you can show proof of your work that there's a return on investment in downloads, in clients garnered, in the messaging created, well, then you become an expert in the field and an expert is someone who has at least 10% more knowledge than the person asking, and I do. So I have been working with three clients now. One is current. The other two have already launched, and I'm waiting for permission to share those, and I will when, once I get that, but I don't want to do it until they say they're ready to be out there And because we should all share each other's content that we believe in, and that brings us some joy. So there will be another episode of the podcast I listen to to just give you a little behind-the-scenes if you want it, I don't know if you want it, into Vicky's head and what goes into being a success coach because that's how I'm claiming myself right now. And as the process of this podcasting has come about, it started initially in helping everyone demystify intuition. It's still that. Very much for me, I want everyone to know that you already have intuition on board. You have gifts, you have abilities, you have a soul message. And how can you use that soul messaging and that connection to bring success to your life? Because when I pulled all this together and got quiet with myself and asked, what is my joy as a coach? It's seeing other people and helping them to arrive in the success in their own life. And that may be that you're starting your own podcast. And you want to launch it in a way that is not stressful. It may be that you are an executive of a large company and you need the support in not losing yourself and bringing your most collected aligned self into your work. It may be that you're an entrepreneur and you would just like to see success in your business and you need to know how to do that. And all this time and through the process of speaking to you 
and having guests on and everything, I've realized that's my joy. I love helping other people feel their own success. And the other area may be that you have a desire to have the most balanced energy charged in a supportive way family. And you need to work through some of your own childhood stuff in order to get there, right? Whatever success is to you is your brilliance. It's your own particular wiring. So moving forward with this podcast, you'll be hearing some of those episodes and how to integrate your own wiring into arriving in that place of success because success has often been quantified by money in our world. And I just don't think it's that. Yes, that helps. But when you align and when you know your own messaging and your own heart and your own spirit, well, that money follows. It shows up. It's the abundance of self and then the money comes, right? The success is mostly on who you are, how you are, and what you would like to experience in this lifetime. So by doing this podcast, it's actually helped me to clarify in my own being. So I thank you for that, because if you weren't listening and downloading and giving feedback, I might have avoided this for a little bit longer. The success of this podcast, see how it all ties in, is what's driving a messaging that I'll be bringing forth. And me being in my joy will also help, I hope, you guys being in your joy. So what does success look like in a podcast? Well, 200 episodes and there's still downloads happening. My numbers continue to increase. And I went over the data before I got on here to talk about because I wanted to know what were some of the episodes that have the highest downloads the most interaction and have continued to bring people in. Because I get with 200 episodes, if you're just starting to listen now, going back to the beginning episodes, that's a lot to ask of somebody. And I wouldn't ask anyway. You have free will. You listen to whatever you want to listen to. But I thought if I bring you the top three right now, you could go check those out and see what might be of benefit to you. So the first one, it didn't surprise me because it is the core of my business. But it was episode 128 and it's called Trusting Your Intuition. And it has over a thousand downloads as of December 6th when I'm recording this, 22, and continues to grow each week. It has a steady incline there. So I thought, hey, let's just bring it right to you. That's episode 128. And there will be links to these in the show notes so that you can just clicky clicky and get yourself over there. And the next one was episode number 76, which is identifying intuition. And I thought, I have to go back and listen to these again. Well, listen to them for the first time because I don't listen to these again. But listen to it for the first time to see if there's anything I would update from that, because we're talking 124 episodes ago, and I've grown and learned and expanded. So you may have to do an identify an intuition 2.0. 
And then the third one that came in was episode number 86, which was about spirit guides. And I call mine my team, and I absolutely would not be as calm, as trusting, and as solid as I am in my own life with moments of unbalance, but that's life, without my guides. So those are episodes 128, episode 76, and episode 86. And they are timeless. And part of my desire to do this was to bring information that's timeless. And that also may not make sense the first time you listen to it. But then maybe six months later, you go back and listen to another episode and you're like, oh, yeah, that's where the block may have been or that's what I needed to hear. The number one reason people listen to podcasts is to learn. And I loved when I found that as I was doing some more research because that was my intention. And it continues to be my intention with this is to bring whatever information I have to you and you can decide what resonates and throw out the rest. But it's a platform and a way to learn while giving some space because there isn't a requirement from the listener to respond. You don't have to reflect back to me or give me an answer. You can ponder. You can pause. You can come back to it later. You can decide that the episode doesn't resonate with you. I've done that with a couple that I've listened to. There are some people that I love their most of their content, but some of their content may be about raising young families. Well, been there, done that. I'm not in that place where I want to spend an hour listening to that. And that's okay. And I feel the same <laughs> with some of the episodes that I do. Maybe they're business related. And although, you know, running a house is a business. Maybe you don't want to listen to that, and that's fine. But be having a platform that is free to learn makes me very happy. So that was the number one reason that people listen to podcasts. And as I went through this recollection and reflection about my podcast journey, I got to feel proud of myself for navigating this without a lot of direction, which tends to be my life because I like to be out in front figuring things out and kind of brush hogging at times. <laughs> and I reflected on how much I have learned through this process myself. And I'm going to drop five things on you. The top five things that I have learned while navigating podcast hosting I actually just thought of a sixth. So I'm going to put that in there at the end. So the first thing is how to make it easier on myself. And this took obviously a couple seasons to actually figure out. And how do I make it easier on myself? Well, I batch record. Typically, I will record three to four sessions, sessions, recording sessions, three to four episodes at a time because that helps me get in the flow and it also helps me feel like I have accomplished something. And then the next step is I delegated. I hand it off to my amazing assistant Enrique. And currently I have 
Neil, who's editing the podcast. And I used to do all of this stuff myself. And I make it easier on myself by organizing in that way where when I know it's a podcast recording day and that's on my calendar, doesn't always get met. I'll be honest, sometimes that day comes and there are other things that are priority and it gets pushed off. But I can do that if I've already have three or four episodes in the can. And at one point right before moving, I knew that I was not going to have the time or the headspace to record. So I had seven in there ready to go so that I could focus on moving across the state of New York and settling in, which we've been here a week. So almost all the boxes are unpacked. A few more to go. Organization is the key to all of my life <laughs> because otherwise Vicky panics and that's not a pretty thing. And then I spin in circles and that's not a pretty thing either. I am not a cute little dog that's doing zoomies. So part of the other part of organization is a list of topics. I always have a list of topics going. Currently, there are 56 ideas in a note on my phone and in Basecamp, which we use for our team communication. There is always a list of topics going there. And sometimes I'll go back to the list and be like, that doesn't sound like a great one. And then other times I, I, I'll be like, oh, this is a good topic. It's already on the list. I just haven't gotten to it. So having something to go to, especially when I have those moments that might be free and I could put another couple episodes in recording, I repurpose content. One podcast episode becomes three social media posts, a newsletter, a blog, and an audiogram, transcription, show notes, and then a web page where you could, you can have the transcription, but it also follows along so that it highlights the word. That way it is accessible to those where audio listening may not be their thing or may but not be possible. So I, it was important to me that everyone be able to access the information. So the last 20 episodes or something like that have a web page associated with them where you can absolutely just go on there. It'll play, but it also has the transcription. Mostly accurate. Listen, it does a good job and then it gets looked over, but sometimes we miss things and that's just funny. So that's part of the organization is repurposing the content because if you are a content creator and if you're putting out any kind of social media posts, any kind of newsletter, you're a content creator and that can get exhausting. It can get tiring and which is kind of the same thing as exhausting, Vicky, I'm being redundant. But it can also become overwhelming because you think, oh, I got to come up with new stuff. And that's always true. Repurposing content is important as well because all of us are bombarded with so much information that sometimes a revisited topic is a good thing. I don't do that well. It's one thing that I plan to implement a little bit more moving forward to re revisit other topics. And then pay attention to the statistics, the downloads, the episodes that are doing well. And this is a goal for us in 23 to become much more 
aware of that. We do track it and I do look at it, but not in the way that I would like to be in there so that I can bring the content that is relevant to where I am in business right now, but also applicable to you in developing your intuition. And part of the whole intuition, your first sense was intentional because I don't want it to be something separate. I want it to be something that's integrated in everybody's lives so that it stops being something that's out there and for others and starts being included in everything that you do without a lot of work. So paying attention to the stats gives me a picture of my business, much like looking at your finances or what programs are selling and what aren't selling. And that is vitally important because it's the feedback that when you are a solopreneur or you are the host, and if you're not looking at that, you may be missing a lot of information that's important. Um, advertising. You've likely heard in a couple episodes that they were sponsored by Magic Mind. And I have a couple others that have reached out that I'm considering. But also advertising the fact that I have a podcast and that you can get this information. And also advertising within the podcast that I also have courses available and you can do coaching with me. <laughs> because in the past, I have not promoted that very well. And that will be coming up more. And I learned on the stats that 92.3% of people appreciate the ads that are in podcasts. That surprised me. Admittedly, I listened to the first few beats of somebody's ad. And if it's not something that appeals to me, I fast forward. So I just thought everybody did. That was a good learning curve to 92.3% rather don't mind that there's an ad in there. and. Like I tell my other clients, if you're not promoting, how are people going to know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, the cobbler shoes, Vicky. So I'm learning to advertise more, to let people know I have a podcast, but to also promote other products. And then to take into consideration those that reach out to me for sponsorship. And if it's a product I really believe will benefit others, well, then include it because we may as well. Little known fact, most podcasts are not profitable, but what becomes profitable is your reach and if you've garnered business. And I have, I've met some lovely, lovely people through this podcast who I would not have known. I would trust that spirit would get them to my sphere. I'm so grateful to be able to meet the people that have come in through having this platform. And then the fifth was have fun, to really enjoy what I'm doing here. I've learned that that is sustainable. There were absolutely times where I was exhausted and didn't want to talk, or I was hurting myself and didn't want to go into the subject matter that was planned for that day. But what I'm also learning is that it helps other people to hear what I may have struggled with or what others may be dealing with so that we feel less alone. And yes, I knew this, but it's taken a little bit for me to give myself permission to show that I have a heart and I have had some troubles and that I have 
gotten the help and I've delved into my own spirituality to help me move forward. So sharing that allows me to have more fun. It allows me to show up in my, <laughs> my unique wiring to have a, an interaction with those that I feel like are listening, even when they're not in my office with me. Now, the sixth one that came up, what I've learned, is about guests. There, when you have a podcast and it starts to garner the numbers that mine has, I have 123,909 downloads as of today in 22 countries or provinces and an average of 3,000 downloads a month. Once you start hitting those numbers, you end up showing up in other people's searches, right? And then they reach out to you to have their people on the podcast. And at first I was like, oh, this is great. I love me meeting people. And they bring other information in. And then, you know what I learned? I learned that it was a one-way street. And this is similar to some of our relationships, isn't it? To some of our families or significant others that they're looking for their benefit and not necessarily providing a benefit on the flip side. And I decided that unless there was an invitation to be on someone else's podcast or there was some kind of promotion that was going to be done on their end to promote my podcast, that I just wasn't going to do it. And that took a little bit of my own inner work and permission to see this as something that I work very hard at and I want to have at the highest frequency. And I want to bring the information that is best suited to people. And I may read a one-page thing and think, wow, yeah, actually, I do want to meet that person. And I do want to exchange. And then when I reach out and say, okay, but what would be the energy exchange that you're bringing? And they're like, well, I'll tell my audience about it. No, that's not enough anymore. It needs to be an effort on the other person's part too. Because if you're looking to simply launch off of my, the work that I've done, and then I never hear from you again, I'm just not interested in relationships like that at this point in my life and my business and in my spiritual knowing. It must be reciprocal and must be something that has an investment to it, which is why, with the exception of two people, the podcast guests that I've had on for 22 have all been from my circle. So that's what I learned. I learned that I need to be selective in whom I'm bringing in. And because I always want to help people, I saw it initially as being reciprocal and it wasn't. And that's a good lesson to learn in business. It's a good lesson to learn in life. It mirrored my lesson that I've learned <laughs> this year with family and such. So I am so grateful. The process of putting yourself out there is one that I enjoy. I love a stage. That may not be the same for everyone. And I like the fact that we are meeting 
in this energetic circle to bring more awareness to living our most connected soul human life in whatever works for us. So, and I get to be a part of that with you and you get to be a part of mine and that as we grow here and as we begin to delve into what does success look like and how could you be kind to yourself through that success and how to manifest, got a great episodes on how do I, how I manifested this home that I'm currently in coming up and looking forward to getting a little bit more specific about the tools needed to do that and how to kind of bust past all of these, not kind of, we are going to bust through kind of like that paper at a football game that they used to do where the teammates would run through the paper. We are going to bust through in these next few hundred episodes of really being the souls we want to be in human form and the humans we want to contribute to our soul form. And I just know that that means that we embrace whatever level of success of ourselves that's there. You won't get too fat of a head. Don't worry about it. So in order to celebrate this momentous occasion, I am going to give away three sessions. So these are three individual sessions. And if you would like to get in on that, what you're going to do is similar to, I did this with the 100th episode and it was a lot of fun. I believe it was the 100th episode (laughs) and it was a lot of fun. So what I'm going to do is gift and do three complimentary intuitive coaching sessions. And how will you get in on that running? I'm so glad you asked. So you will either email Enrique, and that's E-N-R-I-Q-U-E at vickybaird.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Your testimonial or what you've received from this podcast, or you can go, and I would love this even more, if you would do a review and leave what Again, your what you feel about it, how you feel about it, what how it's benefited you, what I could do differently. I'm open to that too. And then copy that and send it to Enrique as well. And the reason you have to go that extra step is because even though you submit these, we have no way of getting your email because of GDPR and all that. So you can, and thank you so much for those that have done the reviews but we don't get to see that information in the background, which is nice, but also not very helpful in this case. So either email it directly to Enrique or go ahead and do that review and then send us a screenshot and you will get entered. And then Enrique will be picking out of them. He doesn't know this yet, so this is news to him. (laughs) But I don't want it to be me. I, I like having somebody else pick it. So Enrique will put the names in a hat and pick three people. And we will do that on January 15th to give people time to listen to this. And then I will announce you'll get an email if you have been picked with a link to book your appointment. Because I want to thank you. I also want there to be a reciprocation of energy. And I'm so appreciative in this you know, 200th episode so excited 
and I'm 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 humbled. I really am by the people who show up in your all your souls and are ready to embrace that of which is success for you and bring your brilliance further into the world because that light is really needed. And it's also really stinking fun to stand in your own power. So that's what we're going to do. Here's to more downloads, more countries coming on, more sponsorships, more information, more sharing, and absolutely more fun. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the 201st episode. I'm not going to count them all off to you. Don't worry. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for listening to this episode of Intuition, Your First Sense. If you still want some more Vicky and some more intuitive development skills, you can head over to VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. And check out all the courses that are there, the app that's available for you to load directly on your phone. And for the Wisdom Wednesday group that meets once a month, where you can meet like-minded people, have instruction in your intuition development, as well as coaching strategies for navigating this amazing life that you are in. Thank you again for all you do and who you are. And I will see you over on the website and I will see you in the next episode.